How come I don't remember having weird colored poo when I was younger eating Lucky Charms every day, but like I eat one bowl of Lucky Charms and the next thing I know, it's like a Jackson Pollock painting when I poop. Well, hey guys, um, geez. It's been two weeks, and I, you know what sucked is last week was the first Monday of the month, and it happened to be right after a techno series, so we got a lot to discuss in this yep. one, don't we? Well, um, this is Alex Sturgeon, manager and uh, race director at the Hobbytown Hobbyplex in Omaha, Nebraska, and that is Will Brinton, and uh, team driver for Team Associated and all-around top dog. Yeah, I try to be, you know. And uh, this is the Hobbyplex show. We got uh, we got other things to discuss. We can finally o- talk about it openly too. It's been two weeks. Yeah. But first, uh, this show is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can uh, find them at pivotlending.com. And if you mention our show and go through with a refinance or home loan, you get a five hundred dollar lender credit, lender credit, or point one two five off your interest rate. They've been sponsored the show now for almost going on a year and a half. Yeah. So we can do it weekly. Otherwise, we were going to do it once a month. And I don't know if this new guy would, would pay for it. Oh, yeah. I guess I haven't really asked him. So, you know what? I didn't even realize today was Valentine's Day. Did, did you realize that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I, 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 I realized it sort of yesterday. And I was like, oh, crap. And then I'm like, oh, we're going to do the podcast tomorrow. But my wife had to work anyways today. so And she wouldn't come on this show. Like I would, I would have asked her, been like, "Hey, we're gonna do a Valentine's Day special," but there's no way in hell that she would have been on here. Yeah, mine wouldn't have. Yeah, there's no chance. So if you guys out there were like expecting some sort of Valentine's Day special, I mean, other than the love I share for Will, you know, I, it's, it's mm-hmm. he's my man Valentine, which sounds weird. No, it's it's not weird. No, it's not weird at all. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a bromance. Yeah. It's a little more serious than that. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to define, really. Right. Words cannot describe our love. It's guy love between two guys. <laughs> All right, so check this out. This is very special because both uh, Nick Nuthouse and Nate Natal got me kickstarts. Basically, they fill up. They're fill. My entire refrigerator is full of Orange Mountain Dew kickstarts right now. Kickstart my heart. So Nate, Nate got it for me from uh, Minneapolis, and Nick basically bought out his gas station in in uh, not Waterloo. Uh, gosh darn it! It starts with a W and it's south of Lincoln. Weeping Water, I think near Weeping Water. So mm. thanks to those two, I I'm back in business, baby. This is cold. I'm gonna drink it. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Hey, pass me a kickstart. A week went by without kickstarts because Omaha is basically out of kickstarts. They're also out of a bunch of other drinks. So I think it's the ingredients in some of these. But holy crap, I was getting irritable. Yeah, you were. Because it's like withdrawal, like bad withdrawal from, from this. So Didn't they come up with the kickstart like substitute? Like a... Like a um, like a methadone type thing, but it was going to be like kickstartedone. Didn't they come up with that? I think I invented that. Maybe. Or like a patch. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a Mountain Dew Rise, but it's not the same thing. And it's got a Spartamine in it and it tastes really fake. Not not a big fan of it. Did you see the Mountain Dew, uh, like, what are they? The like alcoholic the, version? 
Yeah. Yeah. The alcoholic Baja Blast. I'd be I'd be willing to try that. Yeah, I'd be willing to try it too, actually. All right, so let's get the cat out of the bag. This is a Hobbyplex show breaking news announcement. The Hobbyplex has a new owner as of two Tuesdays ago, and we couldn't talk about it last podcast because it hadn't officially happened yet, and I didn't want to get in trouble, but uh, but we do, and we're going to have him on the show at some point, and we're also going to have like a, like a Patreon-only sit-down with both him and the old owner. Hmm. I want to get both of them to do that for me, um, with me, as just like a sit-down across, nothing, nothing too crazy, just like... Um, with Ken, he's the old owner. I, I just want to talk about like his journey. Really? Like I, that might sound corny, but I mean, he, the guy started out as a starting fullback for the Cornhuskers his senior year and then sort of didn't go to the NFL or anything started, you know, he wanted to be his own boss and he found Hobbytown and now he's out. So 30 years later and the new guy, uh, I just wanted to, you know, find out more about him. And, uh, you know, let him kind of, kind of tell who he is and stuff like that. So if I was an owner of a store like ours, I would definitely not want to be out in the open very much, you know, like, I just know how I think, but he was there Friday. You'd be like out to eat and somebody would come over and be like, yeah, dude, I got a tracks max at home. Like just come over and yeah. start talking to you. Yeah. I think, and that's how Ken was very private with that. And he still, he still is very private. And a good mm-hmm. reason for that, you know, um, I don't think, I don't think any of his neighbors or anybody knows, you know, he kept all that to himself and, and didn't really bother. Plus the other thing too. So my parents tried their hand at, at their own business several times and failed miserably both times. One was because, um, kind of like how things are going right now, the early eighties had late seventies, early eighties had some weird economic conditions and it caused a huge spike in, um, interest rates because of inflation and all their real estate basically got to be unaffordable. And then the second time my mom started her own bakery, my, both my parents are bakers, um, by trade and, uh, they worked in grocery store bakeries and, and stuff like that. But my mom always wanted to have her own bakery again. And she did. And she didn't make very much money from it. I mean, it was hard, you know, she had to have a second job. I remember she worked at McDonald's like part-time just, just so she could pay, um, help pay our mortgage. Right. While she was doing, going in at 4am and working till 8pm on days on almost every day. I think we were closed Sunday. I think is what it was or something like that. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's weird. You, you tell somebody that you own a business and they automatically think that you have a lot of money and that's not the case most of the time. And so I, I, right. I think, I think that's, um, I think that's one reason why, you know, our old owner always kind of kept it close to the vest. He, you know, he, he drove the same truck for like 20 years, still does, you know, he didn't go out and, and flaunt any profit that, that, that was made if there was any made to be, be made at all, you know? And, right. uh, I mean, I'm not going to get into the financials business. We're doing fine. I think for him, you know, hopefully we'll let him kind of tell it on his own, but it was more of just, um, it was time more than anything. It wasn't any sort of financial situation or, or any sort of trouble. It was just time. That's mm-hmm. how, that's how I understand it after some talks, you know? So 
But that's why I kind of want to get him in here. I just want him to talk about it a little bit. And he, he's open to the idea. I'm working on him. I've been working on him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't open to the idea at first. And I'm like, you got to come on. You got it. It's just you and me. I'm not going to surprise you with anything. It's no gotcha questions. I'll just let you talk. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, yeah. so we'll get there. But basically what I want everybody to know is that uh, uh, it's not a case of our place is being bought and then parceled out and it's not going to be there anymore. That'd be terrible, you know? And, and it, I think uh, the owner's, the old owner's intention, because I think he'd get received offers before, was that, mm-hmm. um, was to make sure that that didn't happen. So from our standpoint, all that means is that we got a new guy paying the bills. That's, that seems to be the, the main gist of it. That being said, um, I did, I did put all the pit spots back in the pit area on Sunday. It looks really good, dude. I've never been so happy. <laughs> it, it, it's like, it's like, oh yeah, it used to look like that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Man, so, that looks great. <laughs> so I had, uh, I had Emerson, Cameron, Logan grab the three pit tables that were on top of the bathrooms and bring them back inside on Sunday. And uh, today I spent uh, a couple hours actually scrubbing them uh, to get them clean and uh, fresh again because they've they've been up there for what a year, maybe longer, longer than that. Yeah, maybe longer. Yeah, it would have been longer than that, wouldn't it? So they were pretty. They were pretty dusty. I thought they went up there after the last gnats we had. Yeah, it might have been that long. And we should. We were going to do that. I think. I think we would have been allowed to do that anyways because all the sales stuff that we had down there was virtually gone. So I, I took I took what was left up there and I made a little sale area over by the bathrooms upstairs. And uh, boy, it's it looks open. It looks bigger, you know? Mm-hmm. And check this out. This was going to be done anyways. I'm not saying this wouldn't have been done the old, from the old owner, but the new owner. Um, but it's just like the timeline. Uh, the second bathroom out on the dirt track is fixed. Oh really? Yeah. That's so cool. so the water pipe the water pipe behind the toilet in the second bathroom froze the Thursday before round three of the techno series, mm-hmm. and it burst, and uh, that was pretty scary. But uh, so that's why the water's basically been off to those two bathrooms the whole for the last month, and then we just needed to find somebody to help us get out there and do it. And uh, guess who came in in the clutch? Jeff Powell. Nice. So Jeff Pavel was there Saturday during the uh, uh, the second round of the triple scoop, and we uh, we got it going. So so it's fixed, and uh, I'm going to make some shelves out there and try to clean it up. I'm going to store my my good banners in that bathroom, along with some uh, some extra pieces of wood and stuff like that. But it'll be it'll be basically a, a operational second bathroom. We also replaced the toilet, the whole thing. Nice. Yeah. So we got two working bathrooms again too. And the toilet seat in the women's bathroom is fixed <laughs> in, oh. inside. <laughs> Ooh, ritzy! So all you lady, all you ladies out there, you can now you can now uh, uh, you can pee sitting down, basically. The, whoever put it on there was like, "This one's for the ladies." <laughs> yeah. Did you see? I found a thing of uh, cigarettes. Did you see my post on Facebook? Yeah. Yeah, my dang cigarettes. I found uh, <laughs> I found some. Where were they? They were camel menthols. 
something like that. Yeah. Like a whole, there was a whole pack. There was one missing. There was a whole pack there. We, I think we figured out whose it was. I'm not going to say it who it on here, but it's kind of funny. Anybody I know? Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's funny. I just thought it was funny. Is it a kid? Yeah, I was a kid. I, it's just, which is bizarre <laughs> to me. Like, like I thought kids didn't do that anymore. I thought they vaped if they were going to get into any of that. I thought they vaped instead of smoked. I don't know. Why would you want all that bad breath? Maybe they like the the rush of a cool mild. <laughs> Never mind. I had this. I had this sort of girlfriend when I was uh, when I was was I how how old do you have to be to get cigarettes now? Is it nineteen or twenty one? It's twenty one now. But it used to be nineteen, right? It used to be eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Okay. So I had this sort of girlfriend. And, uh, and it dawned on me one day that she was only using me so that I could buy her cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm not going to do that anymore for you. And she's like, oh, well you need to take me home. I'm like, oh, aha. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Great. I'm glad, I'm glad we both know where we're at in this relationship. Yeah. I'll call you on Monday. Yeah, exactly. I had a girlfriend that smoked. Sucked. Yeah. If you don't smoke and you're with a smoker, it's yeah. tough. Yeah, I made out with this girl once who smoked, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, not very good, mm-hmm. not not fun." Anyways, that got awkward. Um, That's okay. Yeah, uh, that's what this show's all about. God damn it, that was twenty three years ago. Holy crap, that's a long time. Is it though? Is twenty three years really a long time in the scheme of things? No, I didn't think so. It feels like it should be, but then you look back at your life and you're like, that went by really fast and doesn't seem like a long time ago at all. You're really not online until about 30. <laughs> Maybe 25. Yeah. You think about like uh, how quickly things have gotten. Like I, I remember using regular phones. Yeah, me too. I have a rotary. Di- I had a rotary dial phone. Is the landline? Yeah, there's gonna be some kids. There's kids. There's kids out there. They all have no clue, which makes me feel really old. But again, 23 years that doesn't seem like a long time. I was watching that show on Hulu, Tommy and Pam. Roja, I need I need to get on there and watch that. It's it's pretty good. Anyway, the like so Seth Rogen, he's like running around trying to like call people and he has to go to the library and make photocopies of a phone book. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, you, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> that's what you had to do. I had a list. I had a, uh, I actually found my list the other day. I had a list of every single phone number from journalism and it was, I kept it cause it was mostly girls. It was mostly, Ooh. I think, it, I think it was like three boys to 20 something girls that were in yearbook and, and newspaper. Never called them though. I, I was kind of a, Nerd back then too. Short and nerdy, fat and nerdy, actually. And then I used to have a, uh, I used to have a, a homemade list, like in a notebook, of all my friends from elementary school's phone numbers. I remember when I beat Zelda, the the original Zelda. I beat it. Yeah. At like six thirty a.m. in the morning, and I started calling everybody on the list to tell them that I had beaten Zelda. Mm-hmm. And Natalie Sunberg was like, "Why are you calling me?" This is a big deal. Yeah. You're off the list. I was like, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Now you can just post it to Facebook. Yeah. Like I now did. you can just go. When hey. I beat a video game. Yeah, exactly. I need to get better at, like, at liking stuff too. 
Yeah, you do. I'm not very good you at You don't doing. like anything I post. I don't. I don't put a lot of likes on stuff because I'm just like, oh, that's cool. And then I move on. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've realized that, that that's that it's significant. People notice that if you don't like, like, uh, like yeah, I, I think feel, you're a jerk, but yeah, exactly. And to all those people out there that have given me friend requests and I haven't requ- and I haven't accepted yet, it's because I usually look at it and go, oh yeah, uh, oh, I'll move on, and then I move on from there. So I have these like I have like hundreds and hundreds of friend requests that I haven't approved yet. I probably get like five friend requests a day, but it's like it's not from like like probably two of them two of the three are like bots yeah. so i always like vet vet the person first like i go through and like look at their profile yeah and like their profile pictures and like okay you got a picture of an rc car and you've like posted a couple of things like all right I'll add you. yeah you, know? you can kind of like you can kind of tell if they have multiple friends that you have mm-hmm. yeah. i'll get one from Sometimes, high school out of the blue and i'll be like who's this person and then i look at who their friends are and i'm like oh and then all they yeah. do is post like conspiracy theories about contrails and stuff. <laughs> so then I then I delete Isn't them. Isn't that the best? Then I delete them soon after. Okay, so anyway, so we talked about the new owner finally. So the cat's out of the bag, we have a new owner, yay. All that really means, new guy paying the bills. Also, I made a $4,000 gaming order today. Magic the Gathering, um, Pokemon... Uh, miniatures, Dungeons and Dragons books, whole bunch of dice, and I found an Ahsoka Tano figure for myself that I'm gonna buy. Oh, neat! Yeah, bunch of swords and arrows, huh? Bunch of swords and arrows. <laughs> and then I got to talk to the Games Workshop guy tomorrow, and that's where you get all your Warhammer stuff. So we're gonna have this. So this, the 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 RC side of the store is gonna be one way, and then the other side of the store is gonna be reconfigured a little bit. We're actually gonna have like a like an actual gaming area something that we've like never tables uh, i think i think we're gonna have enough room to put one table up there we're gonna start off small i mean we've got the pit area downstairs we might be able to do something have a have gaming night or something like that i don't know i'm kind of in charge of it and i don't know anything about it so i'm doing my best yeah i basically picked out all the miniatures i thought looked cool like I woke up today and I'm like, I'm going to send this order today. So I spent like two hours just sifting through everything, just going, oh, that looks cool. I'll order two of those or three of those or whatever. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, hopefully I did it right. I think I you did. I think I did too. Um, and then the guy, the, 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 my, uh, our, our reps, he was pretty helpful too, picking out the magic stuff. So what else are we going to talk about before we move on to the results? Oh, oh, March 5th. Mark in your calendars, March 5th and 6th. We return to dirt March 5th, but also we're going to have this huge sale. Um, we're calling it the new, how did I write, how did I put that? The new ownership inventory reset. I was going to call it the great reset and like do a play on um, Glenn Beck's whole, the great reset conspiracy thing. And, uh, and then I was like, eh, it's kind of on the nose. So it's the inventory reset. We have a lot of stuff that uh, is left over from what we ordered from Christmas that isn't going anywhere. And uh, we're talking like a couple hundred bucks off stuff. Like get it cheap enough so people go, what? Uh, okay, I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so mark, mark your calendars, March 5th and 6th. 
it's going to be a lot of work, but uh, hopefully we get rid of some stuff and kind of help this guy kind of, kind of refresh. We're refreshing our inventory a little bit. Yeah, that'd be nice. The winner is. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk about the techno series. Is there anything you want to bring up? Anything in the RC side of things that you can think about? No, not really. I can think of. Don't think there's any new products to talk about at the moment. Order an electric stadium truck. Yeah, I got mine. I got mine from Nate Natal. I, I traded my Schumacher straight across. I made a Facebook post and I said, hey, anybody out there uh, willing to give, wanting to give a Schumacher a try that has a stadium truck lying around, I'll trade you straight across. And, uh, mm-hmm. and Nate, the guy who got me the Kickstarts, also contacted me and we swapped cars. Hmm. So yeah, I'm going to put the electronics in it when I get home. And I got Emerson's uh, Mod 2 wheel getting ready to go for March 5th. And uh, um, my, my, we raced, I mean, we'll talk about that here in a little bit, but we raced Mod Buggy on Friday. So we had a good turn. How many was there? Was there eight of us? Yeah, I think there was eight. Man, I love the Plex. You, I love racing Mod. I, stock just does not interest me at all. Mm-hmm. We're so like blessed <laughs> to have guys that want to race Mod. Super chat. We just got a super chat from our producer, by the way. So, um, oh, we uh, we were clearing out a bunch of that old stuff that was downstairs uh, in the pit area, and we were chucking a bunch of it. And uh, mm-hmm. I found some more Star Trek figures for a dollar and some. Pog. Did you throw away my pogs? Uh, I I did not throw them away. What'd you do with them? I I bought them and gave them to my sister. I'm sorry. I forgot that you wanted him. You can you can arm wrestle my sister for him if you want. You just got to come all the way up here. Yeah. No, look. Then I don't think they even want him. Look, it says thanks so much for the Star Trek figures. The pogs, not so much. Oh. So you're. I'm sure. I'm sure if you want the pogs, you can have the pogs. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Well, you can you can keep half so we can play. There are a lot of pogs, by the way. <laughs> I didn't know what else to do with them, and I was like, "Well, I'm not going to chuck them." You knew what to do. I with forgot. Them. You knew this. God, I forgot. You knew this whole time. I totally forgot. But I found a Jordy LaForge. I found a Commander Cisco. I found a uh, Major Major Kiara. Yeah, Kira, whatever from Deep Space Nine. I was like, "Oh, I know who wants these," and so they're a dollar. Oh. Anyways, so yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, okay, results. Let's get in here. So we had another record turnout for the um, Techno Series, and I got good news as well on that. Uh, ProTech came through and uh, sent us some door prizes, and unfortunately, they sent us some ten scale stuff, like like two two S batteries and stuff. So I just I kind of turned around and swapped those out. Um, for a bunch of little, little stuff, because I want my goal is to have everybody get at least uh, two things in a bag. So that's my goal. And if it's more than that, great. Yeah, it's a prize. Yeah. Uh, Horizon Hobby um, came through in the clutch. We had a whole bunch of donation dollars built up because um, it's all based on sales. And uh, so we did really good there. And that's going to help out in that department. And then J Concepts was the first one to send stuff which is awesome. And, uh, I've been talking to Thomas Tran, so we should be getting hopefully some pro line stuff. Um, AKA that situation's kind of weird because it's all under the pro pro line. I mean, the horizon hobby 
thing. Blanket. Blanket yeah. now. And so we might have already used our donation dollars on everything that I ordered for that. So it's possible that it, it might get not as big as it has been in the past, I guess. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so, and then of course the techno kits, I think we're going to be okay. I'm not really, uh, I always get real nervous about that. Like I'm not going to be able to come through and then it, and then it, everything works out fine. So yeah. And then Chad's donating a kit. Yep. Too. We got the ignite designs RC kit for the gas truck guys. Is, are we raffling that off to somebody in gas truck? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Except you. You should put me in there because if I get it, I'll give it away. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to keep it. Oh, okay. Then I can get that sweet PR. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> You're right. Scout's honor. Like, if I ever win a kit, like, I'm going to give it away. Like, every time. Right. Kits are not for me to keep. So Yeah. Now nah, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Um, okay. So, 246 entries. And, uh, and 124 drivers. So our pits shouldn't have been full still, but I, but it, they were. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you guys. Now we got, we've got 10 more spots open now because of the, our pit configuration. So if anybody whines to me about pit space in March, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I, I probably won't do anything, but I'll, I'll just ignore them. And uh, and wait a week later to argue about it. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> wait a week later to argue about it. Super chat. We just got in a uh, super chat from Jackson Anderson for two dollars. Or did you put me up for one dollar? No, he said he said two. He got, he goes put put two down for Will. Um, or did you put me down for two dollars? Okay, man. So we had. Uh, I just want to say that I, 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 we were supposed to start at 1030. And when I saw how many entries were, I'm like, well, holy crap. We're like, we better start earlier. So I started just like 15 minutes early and that helped out a little bit. I mean, every, every little bit helps, but we actually got done earlier this round than we did the, the, the first round when we had 237 entries. So how much, uh, by a few minutes. By about five or oh, six minutes, good. but still, I mean, that's, oh, that's, good. that's really good. Let's just get into the mains here. So we had uh, sportsman buggy and this one had uh, Logan Prismanis from the sixth qualifying spot, taking the win by two laps. Wow. Yeah, he did really good. And uh, um, we'll probably see him um, probably see him uh, uh, qualify, hopefully a little bit better in the finals here. Um, Keith Vander had was your TQ finished second. So he gets, he still gets a hundred points for the round. Eric Wunchel also from the five to the three. And I think that's his best finish ever at a techno series. Nice. getting on the podium. Uh, Lucas Chassau, uh, was fourth. Justin Stevie, uh, was fifth. Andy Corbett from the bump spot up to sixth. Uh, and then Steve wall was seventh. Mark Dunn. I know he broke out. I remember that Tyler Peterson, uh, broke out. Armand Charland broke out, and uh, Brad Horst didn't actually run this one. And we had eleven cars, so I saved us about forty-five minutes of main events by squeezing a ninth car into these mains with two bump ups. So I was I was able to x out about about five or six mains, and if you add it up, that's about forty-five minutes. 
So I was pretty happy about that. And, you know, our track's big enough. 12 is a lot. You know, I mean, we can do it. We used to do it for the Byron's race. We used to have 12 at 10 and 2. But it, 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 the reason why I cut it back was just because the, the mains were so messy. Yeah. You know, a lot of cars, people hitting stuff, too many people, you know, too many groups of cars kind of getting in the leader's way, that sort of thing. So I, I chopped it down to eight just to make the racing better in general. But if in instances like this where we could have been there until 2 a.m., I just think that that was probably a better deal. Yeah. Uh, and then you had uh, expert uh, Mason Fuller. Um, really, um, I don't know what's running through his veins. I don't want to say ice because that's too cliche, but there's some, something that runs through Mason's blood that just keeps him focused, you know, just focused. Um, so he, he, him and Seth ended up on the same lap. Seth went 10 minutes. Did you see that? I did. Yeah. So I remember going 10 minutes when somebody was faster when I remember I was going 10 minutes when Seth was clearly faster, but he was only, he was only making seven and a half minutes. This was years ago, four or five years ago. And I got close to, to, to being on, like I got close to winning those, but I crashed that one extra time. Like the whole 10 minute plan is great until you wreck that advantage away. Yeah. And Seth didn't necessarily wreck the advantage away. In fact, it was way closer than this. I think the last lap, the last maybe two or three minutes, he was almost like screwing around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, trying that he was trying to a funny line. He was trying Emerson's line through the triple yeah. section. So I, it was actually trying like, trying something. Yeah, you know? he was actually a lot closer than this um, until the very 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 end. But uh, um, still, same lap. Those two. Um, in fact, I think. I think Mason locked up expert buggy again with this, with the TQ and a win here. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. And then Caden Fuller finished third. Chad Parks getting the bump up and finishing fourth. So That's pretty cool. Solid, uh, solid run there for the old guy. Um, Mason Herrick was fifth. Mason's got to get tired of getting fifth. That seems to be where he's been finishing this year. Is a lot of fifth mm-hmm. places, but I mean, he's still making the main straight up, qualified fifth, finished fifth. Eric Fletcher uh, made the main straight up and then finished sixth. Um, Bradley Peterson was seventh. Jackson Anderson getting the bump up uh, in, up into uh, eighth. Ashton Abdul was the, he had a problem. I think I, I think had something to do with the steering or something like that, like uh, the, the metal server horn strip somehow or something like that. And he ended up yeah. ninth. Otherwise he would have been him and him and, um, Caden Fuller were actually battling pretty good, very clean for that third spot. And it might've come down to the last lap, how close they were. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Morant, who was working on 36 hours being awake. Um, which I don't know how he does that. Like I, I'm, I'm not a morning person, but I definitely, I, I definitely like my sleep, you know? I mean, at a certain point, like 2 a.m., there's no way I could stay awake. So um, that's crazy to me. But uh, he ended up finishing 10th. He actually went home after this, too, to, to go to bed. Hopefully, I hope he slept for like a day and a half. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so that was a really good one. Um, then we had Mini Truggy, uh, Drew Rubin King with a TQ and a win. I think that that locks him up for Mini Truggy this year. Logan Prismanis finished second. Sean Van Dalen had a bump up from the B. A lot of guys in the B main 
this time around that normally weren't there and all classes, yeah. all classes. It was a weird day. Mm-hmm. Drove all the way up to third. Dane Gangler was fourth. Emerson Sturgeon uh, was fifth and he did finish the race. So that was good. He finished one tenth of a second behind Dane for fourth place. Um, I'm just happy he didn't break his car. Uh, Chris Sharp was sixth. Jonathan Haas was seventh. Cal Quast was eighth. Uh, Drew Dawkin ninth. Jake Wilkening tenth. And then Bryson Pavel was eleventh. And again, I saved us a main by skipping a by adding nine nine and two, um, in mini truggy. And then gas truck. Here's the test. See if your internet goes out or not. Yeah. So TQ in a win this time for Will. And uh, honestly, except for the first lap, you didn't really well. You tra- I, you crashed. I don't know if I trained. Right? No, I didn't. Oh no, nope. you didn't. I no, didn't. you didn't. So yeah, what's going on is that I keep wanting to fix it, and I keep forgetting about it. Basically, uh, that first lap, you guys come around, you missed a loop. Mm-hmm. So your first lap looks yeah. like it's like forty-eight seconds. So once I did catch you yeah. up, I was going to say I thought I couldn't remember if you crashed or not, but. Uh, um, Basically, I mean, you were pretty much unchallenged in this one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I got it by like two laps. Well, officially one lap over Chad. One lap? Yeah. yeah. Um, But I kind of get the feeling like some of these guys were just making sure they finished this one. Oh, yeah. It could be. I don't know. Like, I drove my truck like I always do. Yeah. You know? One thing that I did that that I think helped a lot is I boiled all all my plastic parts on my truck for this round. Yep. And for like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, I just boiled them. Yeah. And uh, they're definitely a little bit more flexible. I mean, back in back in gas truck when we were running, uh, when I was running the Triple X NT, we were putting the RTR plastic onto the Pro Kit because it was a f- more flexible. Um, more give. It got sloppier, but it didn't break as easy. Mm-hmm. That stiff as L stuff on a gas truck was no bueno. I mean, it would break. You could look at it and it would break. Yeah, so, you wouldn't want car- carbon or graphite stuff on a gas truck. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is about, about gas truck that makes them just putting that gas motor in it makes them fragile. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I I boiled my air or all all my plastic parts on my truck and uh, just ran it. But does it did that lock up the series then? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, Chad Parks uh, qualified third, finished second. The big the big winner here was Lucas Baker. I I don't think he finished a qualifier and he ended up third. So from the eight to yeah. the three, that was a big that was a a real win for yeah. him. You know. Um, Riley Filbert finished fourth. Um, he qualified second and he had what looked like a fast truck. And I think something happened to his, didn't something happen to his pipe or something this time around or it came off or something like that? Well, it broke in qualifying. He broke a manifold and then, um, Chad got him a new pipe and manifold set up, um, right before the main is like when he realized, I think it was like probably the race before ours is when he realized it was broken mm. and Chad, uh, uh, took a, a pipe and manifold off another truck and put it on that one. No, it must have been a good good half hour before our race because he had uh, Riley had uh, Sean Van Dalen tune his motor for him. Yeah, and uh, but I think he was he was running around and the I don't know if the it came off of the the like hanger mm-hmm. 
on the side of the truck. If the pipe just whoop came yeah, off, I saw of there, it. But... I saw it in the whoops. It was right in front of me. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, he so he had kind of a long pit stop in there, and then he was back out for a little bit, and then it looks like he pulled off at about fourteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Kiever, uh, he finished in fifth. He was out of the track at about eleven minutes, and Wade Gehring was the bummer because he he was he's been doing top three. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was out a minute and a half in. Yeah. So that triple, if you if you don't land that thing, yeah. on the top of that, it's it could be it's a definitely a risk over reward. Yeah. Tomorrow I'm fit. I'm fixing up the face of that thing. So I got a lot done today. I, I Emerson works at four, so I'm usually I usually stay there and find something to do for two hours before I come here. And uh, I was working on those pit tables, and I was going to do that tomorrow since it's I have that done i'm gonna take the tamper out there and and fix the the face of that second of the tabletop part of the triple so that Mm -hmm. fridays is better for everybody yeah it's pretty dug out everybody's been coming up a lot of people have been coming up short and just racking right into it yeah uh nate sutherland unfortunately didn't start and then logan prismanis had spent a ridiculous amount of money on a nitro wrestler to get it to race at this round and didn't even make a qualifier. Uh, it was a bummer because he said he was practicing with it mm-hmm. and like during the week with Riley and mm-hmm. it, it, it was like a really, really good handling truck. So I don't know what problems he was fighting. He broke the screw in the diff. So he got a ball diff for it and he, mm-hmm. he broke the screw that holds the, that tightens the diff up. Was there not a screw? Or like you yeah, can we get didn't, one. Or? We didn't, it's a special screw, and we didn't have any uh, of those diffs because when was the last time we've needed a ball diff for a nitro rustler? A rustler. <laughs> yeah. so I get that. I felt bad. I was like, "Sorry, dude." But there wasn't just like generic Dubro screw. That I don't worked. think so. I, it, it's like a two point six size, and it's really long. So yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Super chat. Uh, okay, we got a um, super chat from Nick Nuthouse. Big super chat day today. Oh yeah, how much is it for? Ten bucks. Put me down for nine fifty, and I'll tell you why. Uh, because I gave his kid one of those thirty cars that I got from that guy a couple years ago. When I was cleaning out that area over by the pit area, I found a couple more that I forgot to take home, and it, one of them, and it was an ECX um, monster truck. It was it was based after a uh, Brutus is that a monster truck? No, Brutus yeah, the I dog. That. Yeah, so I gave Emerson that truck. His, Nick's Nick's kids also named Emerson. So um, oh, that's cool. He was being a good kid, and I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna give this away to somebody. And I was like, Oh, you're right there. And so here you go. Here you go. So yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, Margie put me down for fifty cents. Yeah, he was really exci- he was super excited too. So, so that made me happy because I'm what, what was I gonna do with it? Like my eBay days are pretty much over with this whole tax thing. So, you know, who's going to buy a ECX Brutus, you know? Nobody. That's who. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Let's move on to uh, Truggy. So uh, this one was great. Uh, Jordan Gleckler, um, he's been coming for a while and he got a TQ and win here in Truggy. It's weird because Greg Bommel and uh, Jason both weren't there again. So I, I, I know, I think I know why Jason wasn't there is because of he's been, everybody's been struggling with clay tires and everybody's out. And so 
if you if you don't have any tires, how are you going to race? You know, so I get it. Mm-hmm. But that being said, Brandon Carney, his first trip with a truggy, he got a brand new truck and he finished second. Nice. And then Parker Clemmy, this one was wild. So he uh, qualified eighth and he was in second until the very last lap. He so his dad told him to lay up on the on the triple. And a lapped car was right basically beside him. And if he would have just done the triple, everything would have been fine. But he double singled it. And on the single, the lapped car landed on his truck and took him out. Yeah. So it wasn't really the lap car's fault because if everybody's doing the triple, how are you supposed to know? Yeah. Right? So. It's just one of those racing deals. Yeah, it was just one of those racing deals. So Ryan was like, that was my fault. So Parker listened to his dad. And then gets ruined. <laughs> so what are you going to do? But he still finished third. He still got a podium. I think that's one of his best finishes, uh, especially in that class. Sean Van Dalen qualified fourth, finished fourth. Rinaldi, Robert Rinaldi finished fifth, qualified fifth. Uh, Dane Gangler from the bump up to the sixth. Um, Grant Olson was seventh. Tyler Peterson was eighth. Tony Roney finished ninth. And Chris Morant, he made the main, but he was on his way home basically by then. So. And then, let's see, we're almost done here with this part of it. Uh, Sportsman Electric Buggy, uh, Tyler Canine, got a win, his first win, I believe, at the Plex, ever, uh, here in Sportsman, from the eighth spot. Daniel Bender was second, um, and Dane Gangler was your TQ and finished third. Tyler Fleming from the tenth spot up to fourth. Uh, Troy Jackson. Uh, qualified fifth, finished fifth, uh, finished fifth. Justin Stevie from the 11, that again, a, another plus one race, um, up to the sixth spot. And then John Haas, Bryson Pavel was eighth. Keith Vanderheide was ninth. Nick Poppenfuss and TJ Williams both didn't finish in 10th and 11th spot. And it looks like Kanine didn't lead until maybe the sixth to last lap. So, and then finally, expert electric buggy. And again, you know, we got done right around 1230 with this one. I was really happy about that. Um, Mason Fuller with a TQ and a win. Um, basically, just like last year, this is going to come down. If 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 Tebow, Jared, if Jared makes it March 12th, it'll come down to the last race again between these two. Jared's is a zero now for throwout. And I don't think Mason's missed a round. I don't think so. I don't believe he has. So. Seth Van Dalen got second. Um, Caden Fuller um, with a third. Seth and Caden finished one second apart. You, you kind of always forget about Caden, but Caden's also gotten really, really fast. Drew Rubin King was fourth. Mason Herrick, another fifth. <laughs> it's like a trend. There's a trend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ashton Abdul uh, was sixth. He had to bump up. Uh, Derek Wood was seventh. Jackson Anderson was eighth. John Kinzer was ninth. And Will Brinton. You finished 10th in this one. You were two tenths of a second behind John. Crashing my brains out. Yeah, well, at least you weren't in the C. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is with my buggy. Like, I'd just be, like, driving along, like, minding my own business, like, having the time of my life, and she'd just flip over. Mm. I don't know. I think I might have, like, a broken arm that hasn't, like, completely broke yet or something weird. your car might have been broken. It, It just, it it just felt the same way all day. Like it would just jack all this weight and pivot yeah. and I should have taken it apart, but I was working on my gas truck. So 
Um, yeah, I don't. There's not much more just to say. This one, I won't say we were going through the motions, but we definitely just had a rhythm and we we got through the whole day. And it was it was not near as late as I thought it might have been. As it could have been. As it could have been. And uh, everybody was pretty chill and happy, it seemed like. Um, Of course, there's always going to be bummed out faces if you don't do good. Like if you're in the C main and you win the C and then you end up basically middle of the B somewhere. (sighs) Mm -hmm. But uh, just got to qualify better. So. Yeah. Oh, well. Do you think nationally anybody cares about our series now? I think so. I mean, we're getting 250 entries in one day. Yeah. I think people care. I think people care plenty. It's a uh, monthly Nitro series of some pretty big names. Yeah. It'd be nice to get a surprise name every once in a while. Yeah, like we did with the Summer Series. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Like if, if we could somehow talk Ryan Lutz or, or Adam Drake or somebody like that into coming for one round. A warm round, like March or, or November. I I would like Drake to come and race gas truck. Yeah. It was like the whole thing we wanted to do, like this whole year, is get get guys to come in with them, like the pro drivers. Yeah. But more just because it'd be cool than anything. But yeah. Mm, what are you going to do? I know. That'd be sweet if I beat Adam Drake in gas truck, though. We did get a... Uh, Jay Concepts did like its, like a, its own blog post. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. That was really neat. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. That was awesome. I shared it. Yeah. That's right. You did. So that's good. And um, you didn't even like it. I, I'm telling I'm terrible at liking stuff. It's not that I'm, a, <laughs> it's not that I suck or I haven't seen it. I just, I just don't, I'm not one of those guys. That's, I'm not like Mitchell. Like Mitchell's like, pew, pew, as soon as you put something on, he's like, pew, 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 like, 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 yeah. He's super fast. Mitchell doesn't like anything I post. Really? Mitchell's like super fast on the like button. Yeah, probably your stuff. Yeah, probably. Richard, how long is a pivot? Four twenty-five. Can we take it now? I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I have to pee as well. Yeah. All right, you're gonna see. You're gonna see uh, nobody in the screen and uh, and David Olson talking for four minutes. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah. This is a pivot lending update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. Hi, this is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. And today we want to talk about the lock and shop program that we brought back to you guys in May. And it's important today because interest rates are on the rise. The Fed has determined that they are going to potentially raise interest rates at least two to three times this coming year. And within the dynamics of our industry, we have some quantitative easing that's going to be pulled back. So currently, the Treasury has conservatorship over Fannie Mae, and they are purchasing in, in the mortgage world, mortgage-backed securities, at a certain rate, a pretty fast rate. And that purchase program has really helped to create a market for mortgage-backed securities over the last probably decade. And has been uh, one of the big catalysts for driving interest rates down. And it's been announced that not only are they looking to raise interest rates, they're looking to pull back on the purchasing of mortgages, which means that it will be more driven, rates will be driven by the private sector. And 
inevitably that means the rate of return that a private investor is going to want over the government right now is going to be substantially higher. In addition to the quantitative easing being restricted or being pulled back, we also have inflation. And so inflation now, decade over decade, we're seeing inflation move out of that transitory conversation and actually hit the kitchen table economics as far as gas, bread, butter. And with inflation comes higher interest rates, higher returns on everything across the the financial industry. So between the inflationary environment, the quantitative easing environment, and then uh, the rates in conjunction with the inflation, we're going to be in a different world altogether as far as rates this time next year. So why am I talking about the shop and lock program? It allows you to lock in as we see rates moving up dramatically month over month this coming year and even into 2023. You're going to have the ability for $500 to come into our office, complete an application, get pre-approved, and then lock your interest rate, even without finding a home yet. And you'll have 60 days, so two months to find a home. Once you find a home, you have 30 days to close on that home. So for $500, we're going to basically give you 90 days to secure that interest rate. We guarantee that we'll close it within 30 days. If you can guarantee you can find the home within 60 days. Once we close or during that closing process, we will give you a lender credit for the $500. We'll take that $500 off of your closing costs so that it doesn't cost you anything out of pocket to lock that interest rate, use that program. If you do not find anything outside of that period, then there's the $500 charge. Now, that being said, some people are going to say, well, in this market, you can't find a house in 60 days. You'll be surprised how many houses, uh, what the inventory starts to look like here over the next 12 months. Uh, With rates going up, the purchasing power is going to go down And you're going to see people that are sliding outside of those uh, debt ratio parameters or just not qualifying uh, within a higher rate environment. And so, you know, there are going to be fewer buyers and that's going to allow you more time to look at the inventory that's out there. So the positive of a higher rate environment and all the things we're talking about, as well as the shop and lock program does benefit the folks out there that have been out of the market and unable to find anything or put cash down to be that cash buyer. So we're excited to see the opportunities will be growing for that sector of the consumer market here in 2022. So uh, Shop and Lock program is fantastic for you guys. Let me know if I can help. Give me a call, 402-881-5951. Shoot me a text. Just make sure that you put your name on there. And the best way to reach you, whether it's via text or email, and we'll talk to you guys soon. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Pivot Lindy, NMLS 109995. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. Hi, everybody. It's me, Will, here by myself. I'm having a good time. Not. (laughs) (laughs) i made it oh my gosh dude okay how much pee were you full of yeah that wasn't really a pee trip oh but ah. uh yeah the old boom boom huh? oh man that was 
going to be a struggle in here. I better turn off my stopwatch. I was trying to time it. I was like, just. <laughs> you're, you're like, eh, eh, uh, <laughs> trying to get to the bathroom. bathroom. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Let's get back to it. Hey, uh, you know what else is on YouTube that I've been watching as I've been wrenching? I've been wrenching a lot this week. Why? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I feel like I can feel spring coming. You yeah, know, that's why I'm racing 10 scale on Friday nights. Yeah. Get ahead of the game. <laughs> but, um, Planet of the Apes movies are on YouTube now. All four of them from the seventies. Oh, really? The seventies version. Look, the human is about to escape. Get your paws off me. You Damn, dirty apes. Dirty apes. <laughs> you know, you, you've never seen that before. The Planet of the Apes, the musical. Uh, no, it's a Simpsons reference. Oh, is it? Oh, gosh darn it! Yeah, See, sorry. They do like Doctor Zeus, like uh, Rock Me Amadeus. Doctor Zeus, Doctor Zeus, Doctor Zeus, Doctor Zeus, Doctor Zeus, Doctor Zeus. Oh, Doctor Zeus! It's really funny. I'll have to get into Disney Plus and find that. Bill Hartman does the voice of Troy McClure. That oh. that's uh, you may remember him from such TV shows as. <laughs> <laughs> smoke yourself thin <laughs> that's one of the one that's one of the ones from from the did you Simpsons. watch uh did you watch the latest south park oh boy did i to, oh, to, man. To, tolkien <laughs> yeah it was really good oh, so funny the lot they've so they must have been saving that they must have been saving it because they they were, they were saving that for a long we've time. been uh um we've been out without good up like new South Park for so long that this 25th season, the first two episodes that they've had are, are fantastic. Super chat. Peter Renault has a super chat for how much? Five bucks, five Canadian dollars. Put me down for two fifty. How's it going? eh? What's the bare minimum I need to do to my dirt cars to go to a small carpet track for one day. Um, gear diff. Raise the um, axle and diff height, lay the shocks down, and put sway bars on it. If you're running stock, do you really need sway bars? I would say so. I don't know. I'm really a stock though. So yeah, I always tell people if they've. I always tell people if they got a 21.5 car, you don't necessarily you you won't necessarily need sway bars. No, oh, really. I feel like if I feel like if you're going much faster, you're racing mod with us. I think sway bars is a big deal, but I, I think if 21.5 class. You know, it's like, yeah, the, the other thing that you would need is the different offset spring cups like these. Oh, so you to can get, get the right height, height load. Enough. Yes. Yep. Uh, uh, that's that's muy importante. Yes. I don't know. I mean, you're pretty much just changing some roll centers and some stuff to make it make it turn quicker. Maybe like short eyelets. But I mean, that's all stuff in the kit. So it's yeah, not really should already deal. have it. Like I'm trying to name things that are in the kit other than the ball diff or the gear diff instead of the ball diff. But, um, you know, I like a wide pivot with like, uh, as little as rear toe as possible on carpet, maybe put some like, like lead or something here behind the servo that might, that might help like offset, like needing the like steel weight Bunch or of the brass the, stuff. Yeah. Cause I ran a, a brass front bulkhead, um, no weight under the battery, but I had a piece of brass on the back here behind the servo. Because it, it was different, like CG, than having that lower plate. So it made the front a little more responsive um, 
but I mean, you know, uh, you could just look at like a 17, five carpet setup and go from there and, you know, just put on everything that you have and try it. You know, if you're going to a track with a hobby shop, get some parts. I think if you've got a low C or associated car, just, just buying, if, if you got a gear diff, buy a ball diff. So you have both. And if you have a ball diff, buy a gear diff. So you have both. I mean, I still got my associated ball, a gear diff at home for my car. Yeah. You know, I had one, but I think Jackson took it. Oh, I think he did get my other gear diff. Dang it. Okay. So hopefully that, that gets you through that question there. Uh, real quick. Cause so Friday night we had 60 entries against, we've had 74 entries three weeks ago and then, or two weeks ago and then 60 entries last, uh, this last Friday. And we're racing this Friday as well. I have a, uh, we had four heats plex back. We had almost, we had 32 plexers and, uh, couple things about this weekend uh or last weekend logan prismanis ran the whole thing on his own set up the computer on his own he only needed my help uh, for two different things and uh seemed to be doing a good job i thought you know yeah, I, I, fine. I, I told him i said you know it's two or three minutes in between each heat but at plex spec you can't really expect that all the time right and you know you have to be understanding it as new people now. yeah and you can't be a you dick know. to him no try to hurry him up but don't be a dick that about it you know it's almost it's, more important that they get the race like if they have a problem or, exactly you know, exactly like wait for them exactly so uh so there was a d main in plex spec we don't do any bump ups on fridays because that would just confuse the heck out of those guys so mm-hmm. um in uh a main you had uh, logan tallborg taking the win which by the way is the kid of our new owner oh wow <laughs> Um, Ariana Smith got a second. Mike Bannister got third. Grayson Stevie was fourth. Uh, ben Huffstabler was fifth. Patreon member, by the way. Um, Alex Eichler, um, technically kind of a Patreon member. Uh, Kevin Blowers and Nick Rustermeyer were the top eight in Plex Spec for the night. So that was really good. And I, got, I threw out a challenge. If we can get 40 or more this coming up Friday, I'll buy cupcakes, Valentine's Day cupcakes for everybody. So... I probably won't have any, but yeah, I'll have one. So we'll see. I'll, I'll, I, honestly, I'll probably have like six, but I won't tell anybody. <laughs> you'll, eat, you'll eat them in the corner by yourself. Yeah. Hopefully, nobody will see. The only problem with with anything uh, mass produced confectionery at like Walmart and stuff, they're they're fa- fairly inexpensive, even with uh, the inflation going on today. The biggest yeah, you problem, get like forty of them for a nickel. I know the biggest problem about about cupcakes and. And all that is, it turns your poo different colors. That's a problem. Maybe you're into that sort of thing. It's like eating Lucky Charms. How come I don't remember having weird colored poo when I was younger eating Lucky Charms every day? But like, I eat one bowl of Lucky Charms, and the next thing I know, it's like a Jackson Pollock painting when I poop. I never eat any of that stuff when I was a kid, even. Oh, shut up. I, I didn't. You're I, one, I, you're, you're I the, have never had. You're one of those people. Huh? You're like, I eat grape nuts. Uh, no, I I never ate cereal. I hated breakfast. Bro, well, yeah, I never really ate breakfast that much either. But I eat I eat Lucky Charms for dinner. Oh, really? I never liked cereal at all. Still don't like cereal. You tell me it's the healthiest thing ever, or like something really good for you, and it tastes good. I'm not gonna eat it. Actually, I don't grape like cereal, grape nuts, a bunch of like a bowl of grape nuts with a bunch of a bunch of like a spoonful of sugar mixed in there. Mm-hmm. Is really, really, really good. No, I'm sure. Sometime. I'm, you, I'm not eating cereal. Then you drink that yucky, sugary milk at the end. You just guzzle it down. 
I think that it's just the smell of cereal that I don't like. And it's in milk and I don't like milk. Oh, I love milk. I hate milk. Dude, I, when I get home, inst- inst- my, the last because I, I don't want to drink this. Last thing I do at night. So I, I'll, I got this cup that when Emerson was born, yeah, you got it at the, at, at the hospital and you got to keep. So it's this big giant cup with a big handle on it. So I fill that half full of half full of whole milk and then I just squeeze a bunch of Hershey syrup in there, make some chocolate milk. And that's the last thing I, I drink at night usually. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Every once in a while, there might be a couple donuts pressed in there. Oh, you've already told us about that. Yeah, it's really good. And the cup. And the cup. I but, love the cup. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I've just never liked dairy, anything ever. I just always thought it was disgusting. Because it rots. Well, I mean, it can. Like it, like, it goes bad. It just, like, rots. Especially when you forget that you left it in your car. Like, I remember that time that you had, like, we went to a gas station, and you got those ruffled sour cream and onion chips. And then the sour cream and onion dip, and you like tried to throw the the skin thing out the window, and it stuck right to my my uh, like where my arm goes on the window of my pickup, and it stank for like a year, and I was so mad. It just like that sour cream and onion like grossness just soaked right into the right into the the ple- or the the vinyl. And like I think it even left like a ring. Like, <laughs> it's like son of a like I, I come back out and it's on there, and like like wherever we were, and it's like stuck there. I'm like, what the heck? Or like those were not the words I used. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like my my nightmare. Like I hate that stuff. Like I always have. It was still funny though. Like now it's funny. Do you remember that? I I sort of do. That's a family tradition, loving ruffles and dip, though. My sister and I could probably go through a couple bags if we were given the opportunity. You know what my mom used to do So for breakfast? She would make toast with butter, and then she'd take sugar and pour it on the butter and eat it that way. It's, it's really good. Not good for you, but it's, it's actually pretty tasty. Anyways, okay. Uh, where are we at? Uh, so we had a pretty big class of four-wheel drives. Logan probably should have put these guys all together all day for qualifying, um, but uh, didn't. So you had Tommy Smith uh, running the mod with the win. He was he was out there chucking that thing over the triple all all day. That's pretty that's pretty fun to watch. Just like a missile. Yeah. Uh, Connor Hausch, his stuff on dirt's looking pretty good. And don't forget, he's driving it with one arm, with one hand, oh, which yeah. is insane. Mm-hmm. Chad Hartshorn, I believe he's run a mod, finished third. Uh, John Haas, I believe he got second in the um, 13.5 class. Dylan Hartshorn would have gotten third. And then Jake Conrad, Dalton Conrad, and Dylan Haas. So nice little turnout. I was going to bring out my 13.5, and I kind of forgot. I didn't have yeah. tires anyway, so it'd have been fine. But I was, I'm, I, th- I think I'm going to bring it this Friday. I work all day again, but I'm, I'm going to bring out, bring it out on Friday. Okay, and then mod two wheels. So this was fun. Um, you had, uh, um, you kind of walked away from us with the TQ and a win. Um, Jackson Anderson got second. Dustin Hosick third. Brian Burnt fourth. Um. 
I, I ended up fifth. Tommy was sixth and Brady Papineau was seventh. But I was battling for second place until my wheel came off. So, um, you know what happened is I must have not threadlocked that side because that, that screw holding your axle on came out. Mm-hmm. And my wheel just went whoop right off. So, the other side was definitely, I, I checked it I and I re, uh, reset the threadlock. But, uh, yeah. I, I always use the wheel to tighten that. Mm-hmm. Like I put a wheel on the hex and then like turn it like that and then stick a screwdriver in there and just tighten the, mm-hmm. use the wheel to get enough leverage to tighten that. I've had these same titanium uh, axles on my car since the B6, like mm. the original one, like they first came out. I just keep rotating them to car to car to car. Yeah. My, uh, I don't know about your stuff, but my stuff. So my car was the same car that I, I, I won 40 plus with, uh, down in uh, Hutchinson. I put a brand new set of, of, uh, maybe one run set. I think I, I think I mounted a set for down there and then I didn't, I ended up not running them cause my other tires were actually working pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I think I maybe ran them once, but, uh, um, my tires really didn't come in until probably about a minute into the main finally. And I was, I was rolling. I was feeling really good. So I just, I mean, yeah. I, my starting position sucked. I, I started fifth and uh, was basically like a blocker out there for the first minute. And then, then once, once my tires kind of got finally broken in, I was, I was on my way to you guys, at least, at least Jackson, not you, but Jackson. Yeah. My car, I just pulled it off the shelf uh, put a surfo in it and ran it. I, uh, this is just my car from the last round of the summer series last summer. Yeah. I mounted up tires at the track. Um, I got tires on a mount for Emerson's car and for my four wheeler and a new set of fronts for my car. And I'm also going to, I, I, this is going to sound really dumb. I forgot to put the, I forgot to put the internal limiters into my car when I built when I built it. So I on your two wheel. Yeah. So I have no internal limiters in my car at all. Why do you want those? I just keep the car a little tighter. Oh, I don't run any. Really? Nope. I don't run any limiters. All right. Well, and I run like I run all the droop. I run long eyelets, 29 and a half millimeters is rear stroke. Mm. That's just my go-to. I always run that. Okay. Well, I still was going to try it. Sure. Um, and I'm running, I'm running, uh, one six one sevens in the front and one seven one eights in the back with thicker oil. Yeah, I'm running one six one sevens up front and one sevens in the rear. The the two mil pistons. Yeah, and then uh, thirty two and a half weight rear and thirty five front. Yep, I just bumped up two and a half weight oil for the medium pistons, and then when you go to the thin, you go five five weight. Mm-hmm. Um, two wheel drive stock. Uh, I got to marshal this one with you guys out there and, uh, Connor house, his dude, his buggy is looking really good. And, and I asked him about, it, he said, it's got your setup on it. Yeah. He was telling me he really dug it. his car is good. Like, mm-hmm. like really good. Like I was watching, I mean, I, I don't get to see cars from that level very often that are good. And that one's really good. Um, and again, one handed, he's driving one handed. Um, I think he's going to have a good summer. I hope he does. That'd be cool. Super chat. Hold on. We just got a super chat from Trevor Paul. And it puts, uh, Margie, put Will down for $5, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yay. Thank you. 
Uh, okay, Dylan Haas uh, finished second. Jake Conrad third. Alex Eichler fourth, and Steve Eichler fifth. Steve's car needs some work. I'm gonna. He's got that RB ten. Um, I told him to bring it in tomorrow. I'm gonna work on the shocks for him. Do you have shocks for it? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, if not, I was gonna give you a set yeah. for him. I should be good. I'm he. Uh, that car just it just needs some. It looks like I blew out like all four shocks. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to work yeah. on it and get it going again. I, I want to get one of those really bad. Just just to have and then have it for the Enduro. Yeah. I'm gonna cool. run that car on the Enduro. Then you can be on my team because it's an associated. Yeah, then I will be on your team because it's an associated. Okay, e buggy. So if uh if the last couple of weeks have been a huge downer for me and uh and breaking out of the mod buggy main like hurt my confidence, um the e-buggy main picked me back up. So I got a TQ and a win. Wade got around me. I think like the, like the fourth lap for a couple laps. But uh, I just kind of hung in there and drove. And uh, it was really good. So uh, Wade did finish second. Um, Dustin Hosick finished third. Justin Stevie fourth. John Haas fifth. Connor House sixth. Brady Poppinow seventh. And James went home. Which is too bad. I was looking forward to a main with him. He's usually fast in the main. Yeah, he he said he wanted to drive home because it was getting kind of late, and he had a two and two and a half hour drive to home or uh, Des Moines or like, Iowa. Like you lives. said, though, it kind of remind it kind of reminded us of the old days a little bit. Like it, 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 dude. Friday nights is like the good old days, big, dude. Big turnouts. There's kids running everywhere. Everybody's mm-hmm. generally pretty happy and a good good mood. mod buggy turnout. Good mod buggy turnout. So like, that's what that's what got me into racing were nights yeah. like that. And you know, like afterwards you and I would stay late and work on stuff and mm-hmm. it was just a really good time for me. Um yeah, no doubt. Uh I was able to set the track up on Friday just like I'm gonna do this Friday. I'm only have to do that two more times this this uh until next October. I'm so happy. <laughs> because that gets old. I don't know about you, but putting the track up every week and then taking it right back down is gets kind of old. So anyways, um, not that I don't like carpet racing. I'm just saying in general, that's, oh, I'll be so happy in two weeks. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we had a pretty good turnout for, uh, for carpet. You can kind of tell, I can kind of tell that everybody's kind of jonesing for dirt a little bit. Like we're still coming every week. We're still enjoying ourselves, having fun, hanging out with our friends, but you can kind of feel like, yeah, we're kind of ready for dirt in a way. So yeah, 50, 53 entries and that's pretty good. Um, let's see where are we at. There was lower mains in uh, expert independent 13, five and a C main and expert. So there was still a great turnout in all of these. So, uh, stadium truck, stadium truck, a main, there was, uh, three trucks, TJ, Tyler Fleming and Andrew Thomas. And that's how they finished. Andrew Thomas was your TQ. Tyler Fleming qualified second, TJ qualified third, and they just basically flipped. So TJ took the win. Tyler was second. Andrew was third. Andrew's getting fast, dude. Oh yeah. That's crazy. Quickly too. It's fun to see. And he likes it. He's, en- he's enjoying himself, which is really good. 
Yeah, hopefully these uh, results and strides translate to dirt this summer. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, Plexbeck, um, A-Man, you had uh, Camden Mosier taking the win. Uh, Mitch Savine was second. Uh, Maya Esbeck was third. Nick Chestnut was fourth. Trevor Moss was fifth. Um, Trevor's running a mini, so I don't know if that counts. He got ran over a little bit at the start. <laughs> um. uh, let's see. And then expert, uh, Buggy A-Main, Dayton Mosier with a TQ and a win. Matt Mosier from the fifth to the second spot. I think that's one of his best finishes in a while uh, mm-hmm. at the Plex in general. Uh, Daniel Bender, qualifying third and finishing third. Um, David Peevler, he dropped down a little bit. His car was kind of grumpy, it looked like. Um, traction old a lot. Um, was in fourth. John Kinzer, fifth. Corey Tannehill, sixth. Tyler Fleming, who's seventh. Cole Hendrickson was there racing. Yeah, I saw that on the book face. Yeah, he uh, qualified straight to the A. Um, finished eighth. But, uh, dude, like, yeah, he's been out for a while. What, two or three five, years now? Five years? Longer than that? I, I, I thought it was only like two or th- I thought it was like two or three years. When the con- when did the compound close? Well, when did um when did we go to St. Louis? Was he racing then? Yeah, that was only he was there. That was only a couple of years ago. Was he there? Yes, he was there. Oh, uh, no, he, that was like th- that was that was three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah, think it was. Because I five. went last year and you did I went I went to the last one there and you weren't there. Yeah. So, yeah, it would have been 2018. Yeah, I think that was one of his last races for a while that I can remember. And then he went to, he went out to the West Coast and hung out with Tom and raced at the uh, INS race out there and racing carpet here for the, then cup, got a couple more weeks. So, hopefully, get to see him more often. It's nice having yeah, him Yeah, be there. cool. Uh, <laughs> mini T mod, baby. So, we had enough to race mini T, mini, our mini cars uh, on Saturday. Um, cause I had mine, Emerson was working, Logan was working, Trevor Moss was there. So, um, uh, so we went ahead and raced and I got the TQ in a win. My car was really slow. Um, I got a brushless motor in it, but I didn't have it geared right. What happened was, uh, um, the battery was bad. So the battery was only taking like 240 milliamp hours and it was a 650. So I bought a new 800 battery for it and all of a sudden my car's fast. So probably dropped a cell. Yeah. So I was pretty stoked. I was like, yeah, this is great. Um, Trevor Moss finished second. He got taken out right away by Logan again at the start, just like, just like every other Tuesday that we race. Um, Emerson had the lead for about one lap and then he crashed and then I went by and then I ended up putting a lap on him, which was really funny. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but it was fun. It was just something fun to do. And, uh, I like my mini. My mini's fun. I'm going to, I'm going to race the mini team melee at the crash. Dude, I miss, I miss mini, mini. Associated needs to come out with a two wheel drive, man. Yeah, they need to make like a micro B6. Dude, if no, if they made a replica RC10, 116 scale, cool. they would sell so many of those things. There's a dude making those. I know. I've seen it. It would be insane. Uh, mod 2 wheel drive. David Peevler with the win. Uh, good comeback after that stock buggy thing. Uh, Dayton Mosier was second. Mitchell Pavel was third. Um, I'm not racing. I don't have a car anymore. Ethan wasn't there. Um, who else normally races mod? Uh, Mosher. No, Dayton Mosher was there. Oh, Caden, Caden Bairding. The Birdings weren't there. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Little, little low class in mod, but and it's going to happen every once in a while. Uh, 13, five, four wheel drive. You had Peevler with the TQ and win. John Kinzer was second. Um, 
they were pretty close for a while, and Davis started stretched out later. Uh, Dayton Mosier with a third, Matt Mosier fourth. Good, another good finish for him. Andrew Thomas made the main, finished fifth. Ronnie Went made the main, finished sixth. Uh, Connor House, Dana Peevler from the bump up, finished seventh and eighth. And then independent buggy, Daniel Bender with a TQ and a win. Um, he kind of smoked everybody in this one. Um, Rod Case from the fourth to his second. So that, that great finish for Rod. Um, I think that's finally something that he was looking for was, was a top, a top finish in one of these. Andrew Thomas, there he is, uh, qualified second, finished third. TJ Williams was right there in fourth and Phil Palmer, Ronnie Wint, Connor Hausch and Cody Mosier. And that was pretty much a race weekend. So, so for some reason I, I looked and uh, family Friday offer did not have mini truggy listed. So I think, I think Logan might've forgot. Oh, I know what happened. So Logan made the, uh, the dreaded, the only way that you can crash live RC. We discovered it. Ooh. So I'm going to tell everybody how to crash live RC. So it doesn't happen to you. If you don't finish a race and let's say you're the race is over, but you don't click the finish race button and it doesn't do it automatically. If the next group of cars, if there's like 10 of them all start coming across the line, the computer will start yelling out those transponder numbers those transponder numbers that, that pop up. And on our computer, that's kind of slow. It's a good computer for club racing. But if you don't do that, basically it gets hung up and it'll crash the system. So it's, huh. uh, I've so, done that on the carpet computer all the time and it never did that. Well, Tim's computer as slow as it is, it, it, it's done it to me before, but oh, it really? doesn't do it all the time. But on the, on the outside one, yeah, if you forget to do that, it'll, it'll, it's, it's head will explode. So that's what we happened. So that's why it didn't show up on, uh, on there, but we did race many truggy. <sighs> I'm trying to think who won. I wasn't paying attention. Had to be John Haas. I'm trying to think who was there. Anyways. So that's what happened. So we figured out a way to do that. So John Haas, Ronnie went. Yeah. That one guy. I don't think Ronnie was there. Was Ronnie there? Oh, Ronnie was there. He was racing. Yeah, Ronnie was there. Yeah. Um, Nick Chestnut, he was running. Oh, that's right. But I don't know if he ran the main or not. Yeah. So yeah. So that's that's basically a, a good race weekend at the Plex. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. Do you have one? So here's how we roll. Uh, we've had a really good super chat night tonight, and uh, which means that that I'm gonna owe Will uh, more money. And um, uh, if you got something that you want answered right away, you super chat us. We'll stop everything and answer your question. Otherwise, we wait till the end. And now we're at the end. So I'm gonna scroll all this the way. This is the end. This is the end. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, do 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 do. Jackson says, uh, Jackson Anderson says one tenth mod was Friday was really fun. Looking forward to this Friday for some more 10 scale mod action. Um, Peter says, I didn't think there was a Valentine special. There's not, not really. Um, John Haas says that, uh, he did talk to the owner Friday. He was pitting behind him and his kiddo says, nice guy. Um, we're talking about the, uh, the pits. Andrew Barrett says it's been that way since they've been coming. Uh, for the last two years. So it maybe maybe it's been down there a lot longer than I remembered. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. Steve Eichler, he's a Patreon member. He says uh, uh kids don't know the save button is an old floppy disk. <laughs> 
some adults today might not even realize that it, the save button is still an old floppy disk. I guess I never really even think about it. Yeah, it is. My sister says, why is my husband trying to give away my pogs? I'll split uh, them with you. Yeah. And we can play pogs. Yeah, exactly. Um, Are there elf pogs? She says, uh, <laughs> elf pogs. She says, all right, they're definitely meant for Will. I'll deliver them next race day. So look Ooh. at that. So you might get you might get yours on Friday. Um, Jackson Jackson chiming in some more. He says uh, his pit stops improved even more this round for Will. Um, he couldn't fumble his car again; otherwise, he'd be getting the boot. He wouldn't be Will's pit guy anymore. You can have, you would fire him. <laughs> that was a good fire him. It's it's it keeps it interesting. It's You're like, like you suck. Right, get out of here. No, it it keeps it interesting. Like, all right, what kind of pit stop am I going to get this time? Yeah. Dropped car, flipped over car, dropped fuel bottle, spilled fuel. It's part of, part of the part of the fun. Uh, Demonic Wolf sixty nine, which is um, Chris uh, Chris Nelson, another Patreon member. He says, uh, "Have we talked about how I choked in the D main after I got the announcer jitters from hearing Alex talk about me?" Uh, no, we haven't. I usually don't go with the lower name mains because I feel like if I have to, t- if we start talking about lower mains, even if I'm in it, we don't talk about it because then we'd have to talk about every lower main. And mm-hmm. on, on a day like the Techno series, where there was probably. 20, 20 lower mains. That would have been all, all but seven, or was it seven? Yeah, were lower mains. Yep, yeah. exactly. Um, Steve RC says, "How do you lay down shocks?" And we got some backup here in the chat. But basically, you take your top shock and you put it all the way to the inside on the tower, and you take the bottom and you move it all the way to the outside. On the yeah, you see all the all those holes. Yeah, and don't don't use like, those holes. And, well, I mean, if you want to lay them down, go all the way there. I run the inside hole and then the inside hole in the arm on my two wheel. I always, found, in- I always yeah. found inside hole in the arm always gave me more steering. That's the plan. Um, Let's see. Do you have a poop log like Sheldon Cooper? Is Sheldon Cooper the the Sheldon the Sheldon from that show that you hate? Probably. Okay. We're talking about ruffles. Margie, my sister says ruffles and dip are my ultimate comfort food. I agree. Jackson says Alex pulled a Mitchell when I broke my car. I didn't break my car. Just bad maintenance, I guess. John Ha says my wheeler gets great grip and then seems to cog out. Can't figure it out. That's a weird one. Who said that? John Haas, I hate I hate electronic issues. Like it oh. cog like it the motor cogs. No. Bad sensor. Sensor board. wire or new motor. Sensor wire or sensor board on the motor. Yeah. Or you have like two of the like maybe if you just soldered a motor and you got like mm-hmm. two of those barely touching. I've done that. That could cause it. I've had to take an exacto knife and basically just like wedge it between there to clean it up. Midwest boss says, Do you have J Concepts Ellipse Gold in stock right now? Uh, we do for 10th scale, but not for eight scale. We're working on that again. I'm basically with the new owner, not really doing orders like our old owner did. The orders have befallen onto me and Tim and cam. So I pretty much have, uh, the tire situation pretty much falls on me all the way now. So, um, hopefully I can keep up. Hopefully J concepts and Proline and AKA can keep up and see what happens. 
Um, Jackson did say that he got half fast lap by five tenths of a second in the main. Um, let's see, we're going through. Cody Mosier says RB10 spec class. Yeah, and it'd be cool, but it'd be one more class. I'm we. That's what Plex spec is for. Plus, I I think I think you can take an RB10, and I th- I think it'd be a pretty neat independent buggy. That's why I kind of want to get one. I want to get one and race stock with it. It'd be cool. It might be kind of heavy though. I don't know. I just I still just want to I still just want to get one. I want to get one, and I want to put the speed controller in the middle, right behind the battery, the shorty pack battery, because there's enough room. So that weight's all center line, and then I want to put like Kashima shocks on it. Get the, yeah. and get the droop and the ride height all correct. I got one upstairs. And then and then race it. I think that'd be badass. You have an RB10? No, I got a B5. Oh, B5. Okay. All right. Yeah, but a B5, but the B5 chassis is different. It doesn't have the center line battery. It was initially made for that. Uh, um, you put the battery or you put the speaker controller behind the. You can, but it, but, but you can't put a full size battery in it. It was made for the square packs. Was it? Uh huh. Yeah, it was. Never mind. I yeah. forgot about that. But they had that tray that you could put above the battery in the back too to put a speed controller. Right. On. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Midwest boss, can we race dirt on Tiny Tuesdays? That would be fun. I I don't know. I I think you'd have to just like use the old driver stand. Yeah, I think we tried that. Emerson Emerson actually built a mini track out there once, and yeah. it just it just got ruined by everybody. The problem is, is those cars are so grip dependent mm-hmm. and like, since they're so small, they get tossed around by the smallest bumps. Mm-hmm. So it's, it sounds fun, but you wouldn't have it. Yeah. I, I think I, I like it being inside. Cause I, even as much as I hate right now building carpet tracks, cause it's just so time consuming. It's easy to put down a, a f- and actually it's even easier because Emerson has sort of taken that over. So we're, we left the carpet track up from Saturday. That's where we're going to race on Tuesday, and then I'm going to make the boys put put the track away so I don't have to. But normally mm-hmm. on Mondays, Emerson puts the track up while he's waiting for me to get out of the podcast. Hmm. And then we finish it off, and then we race on it, and then they put it away for me. So I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it on the carpet. Plus it's consistent, you know, cleaner. Uh was only Dylan and I left, and Dylan, quote-unquote, beat me. And they must have been talking about Truggy. So that's awesome. We were up to 41 people watching. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty that's good. That's a lot. What did we do different tonight? We're just talking about uh, the same old shit. They they talked about us on Ripcast. Oh, did they really? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, I mean, I did. I was on there for a few seconds because I saw that it was on while I was at work yesterday. Yeah. And I, I, did, I, did, I caught where they were talking about some podcasts and stuff and and how there's a lot of, like, conjecture and and all that stuff and i'm like we we mostly have talking about stuff that we know to be true on here right yeah we just talk about the facts we try to try to just talk about the facts we we only talk about things that are confirmed that's true no hearsay here yeah that's kind of why we held off on letting everybody know that the hobbyplex has a new owner i didn't i didn't want anybody to get the idea that that we were in trouble in any way because that's not it that wasn't it at all nah so Corey Tannehill says we got 41 people because there's a bunch of dudes without dates. 
<laughs> Makes sense. Uh, you mean girls aren't watching this show? Damn it. I'm my hair's growing getting sexy, dude. Yeah, it is. Would you do me? I'd do me. You know what movie that's from, right? Yeah, Silence of the Lambs. Okay, all right, good. Good. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Um <laughs> Shasau says, uh, once again, you guys do a good job with everything. We, we appreciate that. So uh then we're going back up. John Haas uh said uh Nick and Ronnie left early and we had some fun. Oh, I remember Nick Nick uh was there, started way behind, ran him down, got 13 laps, drove well. Uh he got his he got his kid a um um a mini truggy. So Dylan's got mini truggy, two-wheel drive buggy, and 13.5 four-wheel drive now, too. So mm-hmm. all right, we're almost done. Andrew Barrett's on here just said uh TJ's sister Chloe wants to start racing. I'm gonna put together a spare buggy to have for her. So that's great. That is great. And uh, the track dogs were in full effect on Friday and Saturday. Or Saturday. They mm-hmm. weren't there Friday, but they were there Saturday. She's getting big. The Eleanor, the golden retriever. Yeah. Speaking of big dogs, did you see uh, Papano's dog on Friday? The big... No. Big, oh, my gosh. Remember, remember Jax, that cute little Labrador puppy? Well, he's not. He's big. He's still cute, but he's he's a big he's a big old softy. I, I was, didn't see it. Yeah, I was I was hugging him and squeezing him, and you could almost hop on and ride him like a horse. He's he's big. So let's see, Jackson Anderson. Uh, I did. So I I I saw this earlier. So that one last thing. Did you see the world's post? No. So uh-huh. let's see if I can find it here. So they posted some stuff today. So they're going to try to have a bunch of Worlds races in basically September and October. What? Yeah. So Like a Super Worlds? No. Well, I, there's going to be like a scheduling conflict on one of them. Like they're going to have two Worlds at the same time, basically. Yuck. Uh, IFMAR, 2002 World Championship events. Although COVID has not disappeared, there is some light at the end of the tunnel. A number of countries were able to run national events at the end of the last year. Um Forget about those bloody Americans that never really stopped. Uh, a lot of countries have fulfilled their vaccination process and opened up their borders, making travel possible again. We hope to have that more countries to follow, blah, 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 blah. With this in mind, we'll try to hold four world championships this year, starting Q3 with the 1-8th internal combustion off-road in Spain, September 4th through the 11th, large-scale touring car at Steel City, September 11th through the 18th. So back-to-back world's events. Electric, 10th scale um, uh, touring car uh, in Italy, September 14th through the 18th. So the large scale race and the electric 10th scale are going to be at the same time. And then uh, one-tenth internal combustion touring car at Infinity um, RC Addict in Bangkok, Thailand, November 3rd through the 13th. Hmm. So they're gonna have they're gonna have the the big one, the one that I think everybody's eyes are gonna be mostly focused on is the is the uh one eight scale off road. It's gonna be back this year. I think that's the one that Nice. I I'm not like belittling these other three, but if you were gonna take these other three, well maybe 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 electric touring car. I 
you know, it still get it still fills up. They get their 150 allotments usually. So yeah, know, but but I mean, in the general, I think in the grand scheme of things, I think the one eight scale off road is the one that's going to be most important to all of our all of our scene. I guess I'll be watching it, mm-hmm. you know, from start to finish probably. Couple guys, man. I want to see them get that. I'd like to, man. I would love to see Jared get a world in in eight scale. You know, yeah, it'd be a top up, a toss up between him and, and Mayf- Ryan. For Mayfield's me. just having Mayfield. such a stretch of good eight scale finishes the last two years now that I, I just, it's it's one of those deals again too with him. And you can kind of tell because uh, the DC's uh, Dirt Nitro Challenge coming up here shortly, and it's. It's there's it's going to be a lot more. It's going to be back to it what it was before the COVID crap all started. Where mm-hmm. you know there's going to be a few, a lot more world, a lot more international, I guess. Yeah. So hopefully things just get back to normal. Okay, we got we're caught up, so we got a couple of weeks before we take another break. That first Monday of March. So that's it. This show has been brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. Mention our show to uh, Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad and uh, go through with a home loan or refinance. You can get $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate and uh, keep this show weekly as needed. I think I'm out. Yeah, me too. All right. Friday? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll probably race on Friday. I think so. All right. I don't I don't know, my... I'm thinking electric 10 scale again. I think... Um, I think Emerson's actually working for somebody Friday. So, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get his two wheel buggy ready and see if he wants to race. So, that'd be, pretty, that'd be cool. Yeah, see if I can get him back on the back on the two wheel horse. He's kind of been off it for a while. See, I'm gonna try a different rear end setup on my two wheel. I think mm. I'm gonna not change a whole lot. I like my car. Car was good. Yeah, I I like my car too. It's just a little too comfortable. I think it's not like it. It just has a lot of grip. Yeah. Well, you and I were both going to Virginia, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to the INS um, spring race. So is Will. So is Tommy Smith. So is Emerson. And then we're doing the INS race here in July. And then um, I'm going to try to go to Hobby Action. And I'm I got to make three out of five to get in the points. So. I'm chasing that 40 plus. Yeah, it'd be cool. And uh, I saw that uh, you got you got um, Alan Horn still rocking it, and then and then of course Brent will probably be at a couple of them. But then also, I saw Brian Dunbar making a a return to the travel scene in 40 plus. Mm-hmm. So now I'm all intimidated. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. You can do it. I believe in you. Did you know that I copied his paint scheme when I was a kid? Yeah, that's what you're... I remember you telling me that yeah. at one time. I copied his paint scheme, not the colors, just the scheme. Mm-hmm. Like, just straight up ripped it off like like I was a uh, somebody else's hobby shop. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's funny. Uh, no, I'm going to run uh, uh, Mod 2-Wheel and 13.5 truck. But, yeah, I mean... So I'm going to write this setup down because isn't that like a lower grip track? It's like green tire. Yeah, they're running green ellipses. And then I asked the guy and he said sometimes silver. So, yeah. So I, I think that well, I want to try what I want to try. And if I like it at our track on a Friday night, it might be okay for something like that. 
because like my setups usually they drive the same they just are slower because there's lower grip right like as the grip comes up my car gets gets way better but it still drives the same yeah and uh like that's how i like a car like i said have one setup and I, that's my setup and i just drive it i'm gonna bring a brand new battery just for the main event think that's a good idea yeah i'm gonna have a six thousand milliamp hour brand spanking new battery ready to go at each one of these for the mains mm -hmm. just just so i make it the whole way don't forget to charge it i'm not gonna forget to charge it anyways okay we're really gonna go all right we're all going right. yep thanks for hanging in there thanks for watching we had a lot of viewers tonight it's fun yeah, uh, it's pretty cool probably be doing after hours on wednesday i think um after hours. i keep uh working on stuff i keep finding new stuff to work on i finally built my uh my regulator monster truck i need to build mine it's right there in that box in that tub it's in yeah, this mine this was tub. mine was in my right tub here. for a long time i finally got it out i got it so all i got to do now is uh uh put the electronics in it and center the servo and figure out what body i'm going to use because the brat body is way too big for it probably uh your friends at j concepts have a body that i know fit on that. i know i'm just not a ford person i'm not a real car person but if I had to choose any real cars, Ford's not exactly on the top of my list. Yeah, I'd definitely rather have a Chevy Bravo. I, I need to find a like a Nissan Titan or a, something like that. Anyways, okay, we're really going. All right, we're really going to yep. go. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.